0: Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience.
1: So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping.
0: But if you'd like to stay, let's let's get get hammered. hammered. What is going on people? This is Point Hammered, episode 105.
1: Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> we we're hitting it we're hitting it hard. Yeah. It be fucking on topic today. <laughs> no fucking about. Mhm. This will be a little bit of a streamlined version. Normally when we our schedules conflict, we just put it off, but we are hitting some recording during a lunchtime here. <laughs> yeah, to keep the keep the episodes going. So, I'm just going to jump right into it. I hate to resort to this old podcast trope, but I've just been plugging away on my demons, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, getting, getting towards the end of the tunnel here. I've actually been alternating between highs of extreme joy where I predict everything's going to be finished early <laughs> and uh, troughs of depression where... <laughs> It doesn't seem like it's going to be done at all. No, <laughs> so I think I think that means I'll probably get done right about on time. Mm. At least if, if I feel that I'm going to get get done early, that means I'll usually have just enough time to get everything done with extreme sacrifice. As
0: long as you don't get lazy. Oh, oh, I got sweet. this covered. Take a week off.
1: Yeah, that's the, the dangerous part. <laughs> you don't want to be too overconfident where, ah, I'll just... I just I'll just hit it hard the last week, so we're down to about less than two weeks here. All the skin is done on quite a few of the models, all the horrors basically the unit spell fillers the skin on those guys is done yeah i'm I'm having some trouble with the fire Ooh. aspects, and you know you can manage fire pretty well and it's you know just little bits like torch sized. But these are like massively huge gouts of flame.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be realistic, though, so you could pretty much do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, the it's interesting because if you paint fire realistic, you know, light at the inner yeah. and then dark at the edges, yeah, it doesn't really look as good as if you had just painted
0: it traditionally. Turns out we got an interruption, boys. <laughs> Well, that's it, boys. I'm giving it up. I've heard the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like five minutes talking to the Jesus dude on the porch there. Doesn't he know we've got a goddamn <laughs> podcast to record here? I guess not. Good Lord. All right. Anyways, so you were saying, buddy. Before, yeah, uh, I've been looking
1: online for pictures, and even the Games Workshop on the Burning Chariot models, the flames, you know, they're just traditionally highlighted, dark to light. And it seems to look the best that way. But then if if I do see people going light to dark, I see that a lot of it doesn't work or look that good when, like, each individual little spout of flame is highlighted. So it's more just like a wide, like a real wide highlight. Sure. From, like, kind of like from top to bottom almost. Kind of where you're not picking out each individual little rivulet of fire coming off of it you're just doing so right now i decided to put that to the back burner because <laughs> it's been a little time consuming and it might, hasn't really gotten to to look at what i want so i i'm not totally sure what i'm gonna do on it yet if i might
0: try looking at what i did on the slaughter master's little magical flame thing coming off his hand mm-hmm. because that turned out really slick yeah i might do uh, you know it's colored flame anyways pink purple you
1: know, so it's not super realistic, but I would like to do, try to get it. You know, where the inside is brighter, yeah. you know, to resemble. But if if not, I'll just end up doing it traditional, because it um, looks fine anyways. Even though you have jackholes yeah. coming <laughs> up to you, it, the main thing with doing it is, oh, you know, uh, fire is actually lighter on the inside. You you should have done it. This other way here.
0: <laughs> Thanks oh. for the Oh, really? Digweed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fire looks, though.
1: That's the main downside to just doing it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the way it actually factor. looks good on <laughs> the thing. So, got those guys set aside. I did the metallics on the Trees and a guy. That took a whole night. I still have to do the metallics on the Gateway model. But, basically, the skin. I did a Moondog start to finish. Mm. Looks looks all right it's not does it doesn't fit in as well because there's there's no big smooth areas of skin yeah and it's really gravelly and the detail is really shoddy and you can't tell there's little bumps all over and (laughs) some of them are scales, some of them are just bumps so there isn't really any wide open areas where you can really get a good look at the kind of purple to green pearlescent transition like you get on some of the other models they look Yeah, I'd still do them up to a high standard. So they look good. They'll fit in with the rest once everything's done. They just kind of look a little different than the rest. And I did a Fiend from start to finish, and I worked in a little pink into the highlights on that one. So the color's a little different, and that one has some nice, smooth, open areas. It turned out pretty fucking awesome.
0: Are those the pedal-faced guys? Yep. Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) So I got one done of each of those. So right now I'm slogging away on the highlights for the Fiends. I finally received all the heads I need. Nice. Just in the final seconds here. Big shout-out to Jason Shoup. He's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. He sent me three heads. So he came in at a pinch, sent me everything I needed. I got the one from Greg Dan as well, so I only needed to buy one off eBay. Mm. But it was coming down to the wire. And Jason, I want to pimp out his rolling Bad Warhammer group. They're on Facebook. Yeah. So if you're in the New Mexico area looking for some guys, <laughs> I told them, give them a
0: shout-out. Okay. If you want to get in touch with them, shoot us an email, and uh, we'll forward it along.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Other than that, the with that the last eBay moon head I received, I also received the needed Plague drone heads. <laughs> so got those models all done. I got those guys primed. They're ready to hit the painting table. Gonna get the, sk- the skin all done, and then so I got a lot of models. So like the horrors are done to me, but I still need to go back and do the eyes and the horns and stuff like that and the claws. And then I'm just gonna do the basing for everything at the same time at the end. Yeah, I need some GW or not GW, but uh, some Vallejo matte varnished. I used on the original basing it seems to have gone bad, mm. so I need to get a fresh bottle of that. <laughs> But yeah, putting in a lot of, a lot of hours here. <laughs> Relationship still going solid. Nice. <laughs> putting in some some late nights. I've been doing the half day thing instead of because <laughs> I did take a whole day off because I'm like, well, I'm not gonna fucking drive down a half hour to work and a half hour back. But uh, you sleep till ten thirty. Yeah, you're not really getting anything. So doing the half days, where I stay up as late as I can. Usually around three, go in to work, work a half hour, slug some some sugary drink before I drive back because I'm going to get really sleepy on the ride home. <laughs> but then once I get back, I'm all pumped to go. So I've done a couple of those, usually one or two a week. I got one scheduled for tomorrow, so tonight's going to be a late night, and then next Monday, next Friday. So nice should be just enough time to get everything done. Although I am kind of concerned i ordered all my transport trays for my new models to put them in the basically every time you travel somewhere i gotta buy a whole new set of trays yeah to get everything fitted in there right i haven't haven't gotten any confirmation emails from i've just ordered them from sable that they've been shipped yet so
0: you can borrow the pelican case if you want to buddy i might come down to that we'll see but i don't know what have you been working on Well, most of my hobby involved checking lists for QCR, for Mm -hmm. comp, and going to bits. I think I've probably put in about 30 minutes of hobby time since we last recorded (laughs) doing actual modeling. I've been completely obsessed with this motorcycle project, so it's Mm -hmm. super close now. Sadly, Sunday, everything's done, right? It's ready for paint. I just got to get her started, make sure the wiring's done right. Mm -hmm. So everything's working the lights are working the fucking the bike's turning over and shit working on getting oh, her started nice. no spark coming out of the coil to the spark plug mm. so I'm like god damn it so I start reviewing fucking wiring diagrams I'm like alright I think I just need to get plus 12 volts here start fucking putting jumper wires on to see if I can just make her happen mm-hmm. fried out $500 worth of electrical <laughs> <laughs> Fried the ECM, fried the ICM, melted the fucking negative post off the battery down to nothing but slag. It's just melted lead all down the battery in the battery box. Big fucking mess. Sunday, that happened Sunday night at like 7 or 8 o'clock when I was really wishing that cunt would just start up and I could hear a roar. Uh So I was pretty fucking shitty Sunday night spending 400 bucks on equipment and then Monday going and buying a new battery for another 100 bones. Mm-hmm. What a fucking disaster! So, oh man, the first part should arrive today, and I'll be back at it. So I can't—I
1: can't think of an equivalent Warhammer disaster. No, it the only thing out. you could be is if you painted your whole army, <laughs> put it down on a display board, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to varnish everything at the same time," <laughs> and, 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 and then you ex- accidentally hit it with some primer instead. <laughs> that could yeah. be the
0: only thing I could think of. Even that would be the time commitment, not the five hundred dollar commitment, so mm, no. God was I in the down in the fucking dumps on Sunday. <laughs> there was a fucking Golden Gate Bridge within a thousand miles. I would have climbed up and just jumped off. I was so fucking pissed, wow. but otherwise i still my work has been just a little bit of sculpting work, I'm still sculpting the Bretonian Lord still sculpting the iron blaster Minotaur rider and I've been working on the iron blaster itself just adding straps so it looks like everything's held together right on that mm-hmm. and then the rider is just bulking up the neck I'm about to start working on fur which I've been avoiding like the plague uh-huh. but the uh, ortonian lord he's still been a blast sculpting fur yeah, sculpting it fucking been keeping up on comparison the yeah it's been a uh, trying to figure out how to reposition that big dickweed metal model because right now he's leaning off to the right side his body's completely turned to the right his left arm comes across his body so like his left arm's axe ends up on the right side of his body and then his right arm is like way up and out holding this big axe and he has this huge massive cloak that doesn't fit because of the conversion work I've already done on it so I think I'm going to have to hack the shit out of that model like his leg's going to have to be repositioned his torso's going to have to be repositioned Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about making a giant fucking lance. I was I was holding up one of my clay shaper sculpting tools, and they're mm-hmm. pretty fucking big. I'm like, dude, a lance that size would look fucking oh, gloriously awesome. It'd be f- cool to see because you're gonna do like the knights Aaron and
1: savage boys. Yeah, you're thinking currently I suspect so. still. Yeah, because they got that big stabba. So that'd be awesome uh, if you had like two or three of them. Just, just right in a row holding, like, this <laughs> massive spear lance thing. Fucking <laughs> try and work the, that the big in. big
0: stava. Because at some point I'm going to need some more variety. It's fun doing the knights, but mm-hmm. and they do look really cool, but it is pretty, you know, it's, it's one-dimensional once yeah. you've done it. Have you considered
1: doing up some infantry, or not infantry, but just the regular troopers on, like, 50 and 75-wide bases to do some really dynamic stuff to... Like dudes on foot that are supposed to be no, knights somehow? No, or? just for your knights because you can see you're having trouble ranking them up and it's kind of an issue trying to make sure everything fits. So it seems to me like if you did like a little 50 by 50, you could put two guys on there or a 50 by 75, you could do a whole complete rank yeah, and have them, you know, you work it from st- – you know, instead of doing one guy and then trying to get the other guys to fit around them, mm-hmm. you could do all three simultaneously yeah. and get some kind of really cool like little. You, know, you could get them
0: closer than they would be able to normally, and make sure you know. Yeah, well, the only concern would be painting, but I guess you just don't attach them. But yeah, that'd be pretty solid. You know, the way they have to, the way they have to rank up when they're all on their own base, it does look super dynamic because you got dudes popping off every which way, mm-hmm. and Lance is going. Yeah, every which maybe way. so it looks pretty disordered the way orcs should look, in my opinion.
1: Mm. Well, they'd still be disordered, but they might might be easier for you. Mm-hmm. Might, might try that out. Yeah, that's see not if you like bad that bad idea. But then, yeah, I can see where you, part of the theme is they're just hopping, bebopping all over off the bases. Um, it, it
0: does look cool that way, but I am open to some fucking ideas. So, <laughs> uh, Like I said, I do. I am going to take the 12 dudes I have, make another command, break them into a couple units. So mm-hmm. probably end up doing two units and nine. Instead of one of twelve, which okay. means I got to build a bunch more bros. But yeah.
1: so you can see, picks of what we've been working on on yeah. the
0: Magnificent Bastards blog.
1: Mm-hmm. So I will have the completed pics of that one fiend and that one moon dog yeah. of, of corn I put up. <laughs> so you've been reviewing the the QCR list. We'll consider those the email of the week. How, sure. How's that been going? Are you done yet?
0: Yeah, I'm done. How many? You, how many was it this year? 106 or 107? Oh boy. Yeah. Well. It was pretty easy because you just take all the dark elves and give them zeros. <laughs> you take all the beastmen, dwarves, and ogres and give them threes. <laughs> uh, how, did, how did that
1: go? I mean, did you? I know when I was doing it, I almost felt like I had to start over by the time I got to the end.
0: No, because I busted it all out over two two days. Mm-hmm. You know, just sat there, did half of them next day, did the other half. So, still pretty fresh in your mind. We are gonna get together and do a group Skype thing and. Make sure we're all roughly on the same page. Oh, uh, really? But regardless okay. of how that goes, I'm not going back and doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing about it, you feel like you're looking at the same shit. There's a lot of high elves and a lot of wood elves. Oh, okay. And there's a couple okay, of like really interesting variations, but the fucking general list is like the same shit over and over. And I don't. It must be cop related that they encourage people to do slightly off things that you don't really see around here. But mm-hmm. fucking dude on think a of star a dragon power level overall i didn 't see too many that I thought were broke, maybe you just okay. that was my two or three total too.
1: what I saw a lot of was you know what you consider a good list would have x, y, and z, so a lot of lists would just have x and y or or someone would have x and z or someone would just have y or yeah, yeah. You know, they wouldn't have all the good stuff and if they like did, they would then just they pick get and raped. Shoot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I so. think I only gave out like maybe. One or two threes for being super fluffy or mm-hmm. super low comp, and then I gave out a handful of point fives, but I didn't give out any zeros. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, I think my my approach to it was: well, the army should be based on core, so look at the core, mm-hmm. make sure there's a solid core, and it's not min maxed, and it's you know varied a bit, and then look at the characters and all the to- make sure they didn't take all the fucking toys that that army could take. Like if it's Skaven... Do they have a Doom Rocket? Do they have the, you mm-hmm. know, Storm Banner? Do they have the fucking how many Doom Wheels, how many shooty cannons, those kind of things. So, but, you know, generally if you had one of each thing, I didn't ding you at all for that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's an army and, and that's expected. But if you start loading up on multiples of the same thing or taking all the power options on the characters, that's when I start cracking mm-hmm. down. But you just approach it like, all right, starts at a two. Some things will make you go up. Some things will make you go down. And mm-hmm.
2: Solid, though.
0: It was it was a good practice and it did get me pretty stoked up. I really enjoyed doing the ogre list, the beastman list, and the dwarf <laughs> list because like c- I could build any of those armies, you know. So it's like, uh-huh. oh yeah, okay. So if one of those three armies fucking wins the day, I'll probably go back and review the list that won and mm-hmm. maybe make some tweaks. And- Do you know if you
1: graded my list or not? I know you're not. We haven't really talked about my lists. So I, if it was in the list,
0: I did because mm-hmm. I graded them all. I'm not, so. yeah,
1: I'm not sure if you would take that out or not, or because we haven't, you haven't played against my army, the new one I'm building. Yeah, I there, mean, you saw me; when I was playing JJack, so I don't even know that I didn't pay any attention. to you. At all. Yeah, if you would even pick it out, if you, if you
0: did see it. I would have. I would have gave your ass a zero, bitch. <laughs> that's what I figured. Roger's Dodging a bullet here. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure I did, uh, but there were a lot of demon lists, too. So Yeah, I think I saw that they were the most popular army. So. If I would have known, I didn't even think about the fact that your list was in there when I was doing it, but I probably could go back and pick it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. that's not going to happen because I'm out of time for that shit. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's fucking, uh, anyway, we'll, it was a fun exercise, so I was happy to help out
1: with that. Yeah, it's a pretty fun thing to do, maybe like once every other year. Yeah.
2: Like that.
0: <laughs> I'll help him out every year if he needs it from now on. Like I, it, I've never actually sat down and, and reviewed lists like that before, so I kind of enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I've done it, there was a couple of Wapakas where the first couple ones, we would do that, mm.
1: basically I would do that, and Bear would kind of nod his head, and kind of pretend like he was looking at him too.
0: <laughs> I think the key is to have – the way they're doing it is having a handful of people look at every one of them and grade them all, and I think averaging it out.
1: Yeah, I think that's the key, too, have the same people do it. So, yeah. like,
0: so at least it's consistent per person, and everybody's yeah, got so different experiences. Having,
1: if you're going to score the list, have a, a panel of judges do it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Having the person you play do it just after you played the game – doesn't seem like the best way
0: <laughs> for me <laughs> yeah because even if it's soft but you owned his face might yeah. be a little fucking ordinary about
1: that well the other thing too is if if you take a hard army like warriors and tone it down you'll get all the soft praise but then if you take uh, like a shittier army like tomb kings and then you got to jack it up to make it competitive then you're gonna get Blasted for taking all the good shit. Yeah. When you're not, <laughs> so players don't usually take the overall power of the army into consideration. Where I think more of the judges, if they're looking at everything, they can get a better perspective on that.
0: Yeah. I I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the list or not.
1: Maybe afterwards. Yeah. If you have want to have some observations you want to share.
0: There was some, as a general thing, one of the more interesting ones I seen was like it was a dwarf army, double lord. On show bears and mm. two huge blocks of long beards. That's pretty much the army. Like, oh, holy nice. fuck, dude! <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do against that? Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty, pretty interesting twist on some shit that, like, I would, I would never even try that, but I'd like to know how it works because maybe you never know. Mm-hmm. But okay, moving on. We got a voice,
1: couple of voicemails. We're just gonna play one. Mm. This one's from Mister Alex Gonzalez. Oh, nice. Although I will give honorable mentions we got a call from Neil as well his comment was stick with the bretonians although he doubted they'd be seen before the early 2020s
0: i got a lot of grief for that at bits from
1: people <laughs> and then uh we also got a random voicemail from a guy calling from the shitter at work nice didn't have anything to say about the Bastard's Army choice, but... Just that he was taking a shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, is falling out of my butthole right now. I picked now.
1: Gonzalez's email as... I thought it was a good email or a voicemail. Raised some discussion points and just shows you don't have to be super funny or clever as long as you raise a couple good points. Sure. We can, we'll put you on the air. Are
0: you saying Alex isn't clever?
1: Well, I think Bubbles... Big, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> lengthy voicemail about the race of the Warhammer world is quite awesome, but we're not expecting that from everybody. Any kind of contribution is appreciated. Sure. So, you're going to fire this up? Yeah. Boom. What's up, guys? This is Alex Gonzalez down in Rockford. Uh, responding to the question of the week, or whatever the fuck you guys are calling it now, uh, Johnny, grow some balls, finish the army, don't let this turn into another Reichland over. I mean, you got enough of those fucking dark elves. Just do yourself a favor,
0: finish the job.
2: Take
0: care. Peace. <laughs> nice. Yes,
1: yeah, so I think he raises some good points here. Yeah, I, I don't so think too. we discussed the <laughs>
0: the Reichland ogre debacle <laughs> of 2004 <laughs> through 2011 <laughs> or current day, uh, as it may be, but.
1: Yeah, be. We don't want to see you auctioning these things off <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then getting stuck with them yeah. again
1: And then the other thing is Do you really want to be another Dark Elf guy Out on the Warhammer tourney scene
0: That right there So when we get to the Bits talk I'll bring that point up But yeah, it occurred to me at Bits That I really did not want to be that dude <laughs> <So> <laughs> Awesome Thanks for the voicemail,
1: yeah. Alex We got you
0: added to the Wapaka well, vacation contest, buddy Yeah, cheers for that, man Turns out I'll just have to man up on this one. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's do audiobook slash book of the week. What do you got, buddy? Lay oh, it on me. I've been listening to
1: Burning Through, the new Dresden Files skin game. Mm. This one is pretty good. I wouldn't say it's any better or worse than any other Dresden book I've listened to. One thing I do appreciate is I've been listening to a ton of audiobooks on the way to work and painting And it was kind of just refreshing to just get straight into the action and not have any kind of development or anything like that. And he's kind of recycling old characters, too. So when they show up, he doesn't really have to get into explanations or background Mm -hmm. or stuff on those characters. Sure. So it was pretty pretty action-packed, really hit the spot for me. (laughs) I listened to a lot of sci-fi books and... uh, uh, just been slogging through a lot of masturbatory, hard <laughs> sci-fi. <laughs> Hasn't been going too well. But, yeah, Dresden Files, Skin Game, i give that one a uh, thumbs up for sure. I would probably maybe go back and refresh yourself with the plots of the last novel. Yeah. But I did listen through all of them sequentially, so they kind of blur together for me anyways. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to pick up where
0: exactly he left off. You going to hook a honky up with this or what?
1: Oh, well, you can go to the support section. Yeah, uh, <laughs> click through Audible
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, to help out, out the cast. I already have an Audible subscription. Mm-hmm. They won't. I've tried a couple times after six months off to get a free audiobook, but they just don't go for it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you use the
1: link, I mean, you can have an Audible subscription if you have one already, and you go through the website, the support section, and you buy through the you know just use the link that we put up. You'll get the same book, and then it'll go to support the cast regardless.
0: So Okay, sweet. What have you been so away on? I am reading The Last Argument of Kings, which is book three in the first Law Trilogy. Mm-hmm. And shit is pretty good. Shit starts popping off really good. He goes a bit George R.R. R. Martin and starts killing off characters that have been <laughs> in for fucking ever. So that's pretty cool. Like yeah, Shit excellent. starts moving, and uh, it's really good so far. I'm about... A third of the way through, and very much I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I'll start reading it. I'll go to bed at like 11, and I'll read till like 1 in the morning. I'll just get all wrapped up in it. So, mm-hmm. super good. Awesome. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. All right. So, next up, we got Johnny's pick of the month for music. Yeah. Just want to go back.
1: Got some good comments about the X <laughs> Roman theme metal band, <laughs> and I got some info from James Stag. If you're looking to continue your Roman theme metal mm. playlist, he suggested Romulus and Remus by the band High on Fire, <laughs> and also Beneath the Eye of Mars by the Gates of Slumber. <laughs> These are more kind of. Traditional, more heavy metal, kind of rock and rolly stuff. Okay. A little different than XDO, but <laughs> definitely fun to check them out.
0: It's good feedback. Mm-hmm. So this time, I think last time I did back into the early 90s, I'm going to do the same here. Okay. This band is called The Gits, and it's one of the few female vocalists that I'm fucking completely enthralled with. Most everything she's she's done I thought was really awesome, so... Like I said, the band's the Gets. This is off the Frenching the Bully CD. And the song's called Second Skin. It's two minutes, 50 seconds. You can skip through it if you fucking hate it. Here we go. So that was the Gits. Fucking ass. pretty awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. All right. So we got some fucking Boarhammer history.
1: Warhammer history. <laughs> Should what get some kind of weird little theme song going. Maybe I'll work on that. <laughs> I've got going way back over 10 years ago. Uh-oh. We're going to kick it out to the second annual Stevens Point Warhammer tournament that I ever did. Mm. <laughs> So you heard about the success of my nine-man tournament, the first one I ever did. Mm-hmm. So this one I followed up, and this one's a little little out there. Because <laughs> it was actually, it wasn't held at Jade Co. Stampin' Hobby like all the other tournaments that I did. But it was actually held at the university. Mm. So During
0: Point Con? Yeah, <laughs> during Point Con. So this
1: one was actually like in middle of February or maybe looking towards March. Yeah. So this is the only tournament I've done that hasn't been in January <laughs> as far as the winter tourneys go. So this one, this was an interesting experience. I made a ton of Lustria terrain. And, Johnny, you did play in it. You probably don't remember much about I've it. i
0: never being in that university. Yeah, so That was the only time I was ever there, I think, except for when Ira Glass came to town. Mm-hmm. So back in the day – there was no
1: bear yet, he was still in the womb. There was a bear,
0: it just wasn't a, it just wasn't one of us, yeah,
1: so I ended up making you know it would always be a big frenzy for me making all this warhammer terrain, so I was making tables and tables worth of lizard man stuff, and most of it has been demolished over the years but mm-hmm. and when Jayco went belly up, a lot of it disappeared, but we did get some of it some of the terrain I made back, and some of the Wizardman temples at Wapaka are actually the temples that I made for this tournament like 10 years ago. <laughs> they're, they're the remaining remnants of of, of my original collection. So this this was interesting because this is back in the day when you just tell people about it and then you, people just show up and pay on the day of, so you never really knew. <laughs> so I kind of had eight people planned for, for playing, and then <laughs> right at the last minute, Sean Lukey showed up with their equivalent of the Nerd Apprentice back in the day, so it ended up being 10, 10 folks, so I didn't have to play in it, and it was larger than the year before. I was growing even then, John. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't remember hardly anything else. I know that Sean Lukey won it, and that is about it. <laughs> That is a little bit of ancient fucking history for you. Mm. You can see the seeds of Wapaca beginning to sprout, beginning <laughs> to beginning to grow back in the day. So you can see if you're running an event or something like that. I mean, start small for a couple of years. Don't give up hope quite yet. You could have over a hundred bros <laughs> chomping at the bit. To yeah. get into your shit, people are getting pretty violent about the the pack of signups.
0: Uh, yeah, there's been some <laughs> orneriness on the twitters. <laughs> it's been quite awesome. Keep it coming. I like how I'm getting fucking included in your Midwest player prejudice mm-hmm. when I don't got a goddamn thing to do with the situation. It's collateral so, damage, man. Yeah, it is collateral damage, and it can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so blog post of the month, buddy. Yeah. Lay it on me. <laughs> this one is actually a link to the uh,
1: warhammer.org.uk forums. Okay. And it's a guy named, his username's Lil Loser, and he does have a blog, Loser Loserstudios.blogspot. It's just a .blogspot address. We'll have that link up there sure. where he posts. You know, he's a talented painter. His blog I don't like too much he is mostly just picks uh, painted models that he's selling on eBay mm. and stuff like that. So there's not... You know, there's a lot of nice models on there, mostly forty K stuff. But he is working on a Dark Elf army and I don't see that any of this made the blog, so I'm gonna link it from the Warhammer post. And it's this is my last ditch attempt to get Johnny to switch over to the Dark Elves. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a fucking sweet, sweet ass Dark Elf army he's been working on mm. where the Spearmen he's got a unit you of know, Spearmen, some Cold One Riders, a couple other goodies. But mostly everything's kit bashed. So, like, the spearmen are really awesome. Like, he's using, you know, it looks like he molded some, like, Dark Aldar torsos, or maybe he sculpted these torsos. Yeah. But it's, like, brass rod spears with, like, custom custom blades, and everything is almost scratch sculpted. So, he has, like, a whole unit of these guys. So, they don't look like any other kind of Dark elves. He's, like, he's scratch building the chainmail and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, it, it's got really sweet, kind of like a monochromatic, kind of purple... You know, kind of more dark elf schema. It's really well done. Okay, and it's fucking awesome. It was really inspiring to look at that. So we'll have a link to that from the support section. You, I almost don't want to look. <laughs> yeah, I need you to go there, take a look at it. I'm going to ask for uh, your opinion on it next time. Okay, and then maybe we'll just come up with a final decision on this Orktonian dark elf
2: <laughs> question. We'll get a
1: we'll we'll, we'll put it off till night. We'll get a final.
0: Final solution. (laughs) I don't know if we should use that terminology. (laughs) uh, All right. Definitely. Okay. Sweet, Ming. Let's just fucking do podcast, TV show, and other games. Okay. Why don't you? Yeah. So I don't have a specific podcast, but something we talked about last time got me thinking about some shit I was interested in, and then that evolved into me just looking up podcasts on it. So I end up looking up podcasts on 3D printing and listen to a few of them. And I have been in contact with the MakerBot people. Mm -hmm. So I have some plans to get a 3D printer. Uh, They're sending me some really detailed samples now, so I know if it'll meet the requirements for what what I'm trying to do, which the first thing I would do with it would be get those Reichland Ogres scanned in and start fucking selling man-eaters slash ogre characters in an empire theme and maybe actually fucking make a little money somehow here but interesting um, so i've been talking to them working with them and it's it's a pretty sizable investment though for a good setup you're looking at it depends which machine you go with but you'll be four and a half or nine grand in depending on the machine if you go with the nine grand option you can make huge crazy fucking things so i'm leaning that way but i'm a bit hesitant to drop fucking 9 large
1: yeah it seems seems kind of scary cuz you either get it and it's the most awesome thing yeah or you get it and then it's it's just not. sits like a bunch of video camera equipment yeah. <laughs> that's exactly
0: why i'm hesitant after dropping Where 2, you, 2500 you use it a cameras. couple times and it, it's kind of cool but but it's not. Kind of just what you your uh, you motivate. You
1: know your your mojo just kind of fizzles out I, on it.
0: I looked of, up how to build your own web store, and it's really easy. So for thirty <laughs> bucks a month, you can create a web store. You can take credit cards, and you can just make stuff and put it on there. And I came up with a huge list of ideas of things I could make modeling related, not modeling related, but you know I could easily do a ton of awesome base stuff. I could do. Anything I've sculpted, you know, I started looking up IP, and will G Dub get up my ass for selling these ogres that way? Mm-hmm. But since they're, you know, ninety-five plus percent custom, turns out yeah. I should be able to sell them. But it's not going to stop them from yeah, starting legal. There action, is like a threshold like that where if you can
1: take a model, yeah, you know, it has to be argued in court. But if you modify it six or seven
0: times, or six mm-hmm. or seven different ways, or yep. something like that, it Basically, it becomes your own. Well, one thing you have to be careful of is when you do it. Like I made those Reichland ogres, and I didn't put any twin tail comments on them because things like that—that's that's, mm. that's mm. theirs too. And you know, the ideas are theirs. So it's a fine line. So I don't want to spend nine grand and then get fucked out of it by some legal proceedings as well. So I'm investigating that angle too. Mm-hmm. But I'm deeply intrigued by it, and I would love to do it. And, and it, if the machines work as described, anybody else that's done cool stuff that just wants. High quality replicas of what they've done, I can fucking do that for people, you know. So, Mm -hmm. um, the the possibilities are there. I'm I'm exploring it. It's just, do I want to drop the nine grand? I even have the fucking nine grand, but.
1: Yeah, the other thing too is, you know, next year that thing might be eight grand or there'll be a better one that they sell for nine grand. That's
0: even. The the technology is still a bit experimental. And when you start reading reviews and watching how these things work, they're not foolproof. There's a lot of tinkering and fucking around that you have to mm-hmm. do to keep them functioning right. And I don't want to get into a situation where I always have to fuck with the thing before I can make anything with it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those scenarios where the idea is awesome, but generally the idea is always better than the reality. So mm-hmm. interesting. So then the I other like the types of further. podcasts, yeah, I looked up were about real estate, like realtor stuff. there oh, so yeah, I been there's a ton of that. Yeah, there are. And, it's pretty funny, because some of them are just these real amateur shit jobs, like the garbage we're putting out, and then some of them are dudes <laughs> that clearly know their shit well, so it's uh, it's nice that that exists in every line of podcasting as well. Right. So, so okay. point we, of the whole thing we is... Put a- Maybe a link to your favorite one. Yeah, I can put up a couple a links of each of these. one and
1: then maybe a 3D the, printing one in the support section.
0: The point of it is if you're fucking interested in something, and Raj mentioned this last time, fucking look up a podcast on it. It gets your brain working in a lot of cool ways and can explore some possibilities that way without really doing anything. So
1: Yeah, you you want to make sure it aligns with how you're spending your free time, too. Yes. Because <laughs> you're not going to be doing yourself favors by... Getting excited about something when you got a shitload of demons to paint. Yeah. (laughs) But I've been checking out. I went back to an old favorite when last year I went through all the Angry Video Game Nerd episodes while painting the demons. Yeah. So I got kind of burned out on the sci-fi books I've been slogging through. And until I found Dresden, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going back. Angry Video Game Nerd, he's come out. The release schedule is kind of slow. But you can basically watch all those old old goodies yeah <laughs> so I've been listening to uh, watching a ton of those mm. Angry Video Game nerds still classic even when they're not laugh out loud funny they're, they're still, still interesting they're still thoroughly yeah, yeah thoroughly enter, entertaining and interesting and has little details and I kind of like the
0: way he talks he <laughs> sucks ass <laughs> nice alright yeah so, we'll link that too then that'll be cool definitely All right, so uh, event announcement.
1: Yeah, we've got an update to the Raj Podge event. I've received two lists. Excellent. So there has been a change in Mm -hmm. what we're doing. Now, this kernel of an idea kind of formed once I got moved in with Kelly Mm -hmm. in her massively huge, large basement, and I offhandly commented to the bear, yeah, we can hold Raj Podge here next year. So I thought to myself... Fuck it. Why wait until next year? <laughs> We're doing it this year. Raj Podge is being moved <laughs> to my basement. So I was able to facilitate this by normally I throw out a lot of feelers <laughs> and harass people, try to get them to sign up. So I've, I haven't been doing that. Kind of just been letting it. Uh, followers of course. Followers yeah. may, if people are interested, they'll show up. So we got probably going to be about 10 or 12 folks. Okay. And that's just perfect. It is. Don't really want any more than that. Kelly, well, Kelly doesn't want any more than that. <laughs> she doesn't want her toilets getting blown up. <laughs> yeah, so the event is moving to Wausau. I'm going to send out the details to all the the Raj Pajian and sign signups. Okay, there'll be you'll get some of your some of your money tournament sign up money back. Nice. We'll still be doing the the Raj, look at the Raj re rolls to try to get some seed money for the contest. Okay, I might I'd use some of it to pay off the cancellation fee.
2: Mm. I thought it
1: was going to end up in a Johnny Hastings-type protracted struggle over an <laughs> outstanding debt as they originally wanted a 75% cancellation fee. And, well, there's no fucking way I'm paying that.
0: <laughs> Might as well hold the event there at that point.
1: Well, as it turned out, that the credit card I used initially, I've since expired, so they didn't have anything on me. <laughs>
0: so fuck them. They just walk away.
1: Yeah, but I did agree... Got them down to a 20%. That's like 50 bucks. So mm. it wasn't a big deal. Sure, Won't mess with my... Because I was thinking about, like, well, I'm going to talk to Johnny, see how this interacts with my credit score and stuff like that, if it <laughs> matters at all. But I was pretty fully prepared to walk away. Nice. So and we'll probably have some food, drinks included, maybe some lunch. So it'll be a lot even more laid back. So um, the, the podgers will probably be there
0: from then on. I like this because it reminds me speaking of our Warhammer history segment about the Martigasca basement yeah. events which we so almost a blast. almost talked about that. So maybe next Warhammer history you can talk okay. about the,
1: the general's challenge event. Yeah. But that was a that was a blast. We my, the the basement will survive. Get some grill in. We do have a hot tub out on the gaming floor. For holding it in the basement. Nice. Except if you just want to hot tub it, and you, watch people play Warhammer. Are you trying to attract some Skull Bros? Or what? <laughs> I'm
0: not throwing it out there. <laughs> nice. All right. Is this a hot tub you've banged in? Uh, no comment on that. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to drain, sanitize.
1: Well, it's been drained. Okay. So we will need some interest in the hot tub because Kelly doesn't want to fill it up. So, But I, I can talk around it if. I'm going to see if I can get some kind of floating table, play <laughs> play some Warhammer while you're hot-tubbing. Nice. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So that, yeah, Raj Podge, going forward as planned. And there may, may have some juicy details about future podges. I've kind of been trying to feel out what I want to do going forward.
0: Okay. I like uh, the idea of Generals Challenge-style event. That'd be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, so it might stay a team tournament or it might change. It might just be open gaming or it might have some kind of focus Okay, gaming like um, that, but it'll be a little bit more laid back. So even some of the tournament structure this time, we might peel that away. But I'll throw that out there to the Podge contestants. Okay. Let people decide what they want to do. Alright. Sounds great. Topic of the week. Let's fucking talk about bits, man. Yeah, so topic of the week, we we're running
0: a little low on time. Or a lot low. So So what we've done, we've come up, and by we I mean I, have come up with a battle report format to make this shit to the point, succinct, and hopefully you'll get something out of it. So I'll go over these things on my own time. Sans Rogers here. And uh, give me some feedback and let me know what you think about how we're going to do these battle reports from now on and if it sucks when we're just done with battle reports period and forever because it's fucking lame but mm-hmm. uh, we'll give it one more shot to try and make it interesting and hopefully people can get something out of it so mm-hmm. um and then i'll just talk about the bits weekend itself yeah and um, i'm curious i'll be listening to
1: myself to see how it went. <laughs> did, right. i will ask did anyone at any point come up and go johnny where's raj man where, where's Raj at?
0: I got that a handful of times, okay. so that's standard. Well, just to be
1: clear, for a Quake City Rumble, Johnny hasn't been planning to come for some time, so if you ask me, where's Johnny, I'm not going to be happy.
0: Uh, <laughs> nice. I did get, when I won the, spoiler alert, Best Appearance Award, <laughs> I uh, some dickweed, Tyler Hershey, yells out, paint a new army! <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, this is my first year with this fucking army. I fucking uh, unveiled it at North Star. Eat my fucking asshole, buddy. <laughs> fucking God damn it. That's, usually that doesn't start for a good two or three years of playing the same army. But
1: anyways. Yeah, that's kind of frustrating as someone with a high-quality painted army. Yeah. I mean, you don't. It's no why, small matter. You're matters. not purposely yeah. thinking to yourself, those bunch of dumbasses yeah. <laughs> taking this over and over.
0: It's a labor like, of love. To do something like that, yeah, it
1: takes years and years to yeah. really. To do it right and to
0: fucking be at that level. Mm-hmm. So,
1: And the other thing, too, like, I mean, if that's the standard, motherfuckers, you gotta paint
0: better. Yeah. You
1: wanna beat that.
0: <laughs> Turns out. But, I mean, anyways, case. just okay. a little rant. Let's talk bits here. All right, so I'm going to talk about bits. Damn good time as always. Butcher and I rocked down there Friday night, right after work. Nice fucking smooth drive, minus a little bit of stupid traffic in Kenosha. Got down there. Some of the boys are hanging out, so that was cool. The TC War Room boys. There was a team tournament type event going on Friday, or maybe it was more like a club challenge, but a bunch of dudes were playing Warhammer. Shit was fucking going on. Yeah, so we rocked in. I did end up getting a warm-up game Friday night against Andrew Ratman, who's rocking Dark Elves, but he and I also played during the tournament, and the game went damn near the same, so we'll just talk about that then. We stayed up pretty late Friday, getting pretty shitty. There's a lot of booze happening. Winger was out of his fucking mind, drunk. It was pretty entertaining. A lot of shenanigans. It was fun, though. It was great hanging out having a good time. So then Saturday, we fucking rocked up. Time to play some Boar Hammer. So I was rocking a Slaughter Master with a great weapon, level 4, Lore of the Maw, Chronic Command Dispel Scroll, At a Firebelly, level 2 with a Hellheart. I had a BSB with a Sordomite, Enchanted Shield, and an Iron Curse Icon. Three Ogres with a Musician and two Hand Weapons. Four Iron Guts with a Standard and a Musician. Eleven Iron Guts with a Full Command and a Banner of Discipline. Eleven Knobblars with a Musician four morn fan cav musician standard and a gleaming pennant four man eaters with a banner of eternal flame brace of ogre pistols standard bear muso and they had poison and scout i had three solo saber tusks and an iron blaster so first scenario was standard pitch battle deployment special was as a temple of skulls in the dead center of the table and then was a overarching tournament theme about whether dark or light was in ascendance and all the players were divided up into either dark or light and then the champion of dark and the champion of light was uh, grant and chris respectively the first round was random after that whether more light players won or more dark players won that's what would be in ascendance that round since light was in ascendance the first round the objectives were plus two if you fought a challenge Plus two if you kill the champer character in a challenge. Plus one if you choose to embrace the favor of the chaos gods, and that was via the special terrain piece that was in the center of the table. I end up playing against Walter Duncan. He was an ogre, bro. So it's ogre on ogre action. I believe turn one you were matched up against the same type of force as yourself. So evil against evil, good against good, neutral against neutral. So he was rocking a Tyrant with a Fencer Blades, Armor of Destiny, a Slaughter Master, who was a level 3, he had a Hellheart. He was a Bruiser, BSB, with a great weapon. And there was a Firebelly, which was a level 1, he had a great weapon, Talisman of Preservation. Two units of 7 Iron Guts, both with full command, one with a Standard of Discipline, scratch that, neither of them had champs. Two units of three Mornfang, one with a gleaming pennant, both with standard bears, two solo saber tusks, and two iron blasters. Just looking at his army, I wasn't too terribly afraid. You know, I had a much bigger block of ogres with characters and some serious supporting magic. So all I what I knew I had to do was just get my Gut Star in on his one of his blocks while distracting the other, so then I could mop up one, turn and mop up the other. And that's pretty much how it went game went pretty well for me i ended up pulling a solid win out of this one it was like 19 points or so not a full 20 nil but it was really good strategy went just to plan rush in beat him up turn beat up the other unit meanwhile while keeping him at bay we kind of pussyfooted a lot at the beginning both of us a little timid to engage because he could surround me pretty easily but all i really got to do is get in there and beat him up the shooting was doing all right Busting me up, double cannon is just fucking evil. I don't know one of these days, I'll become that bro. Maybe. <laughs> so round two, I played Cody Wilkinson. He was rocking Skaven. He had a Warlord with a Sword of Antiheroes, a Great Pox Rat, the other Trickster Shard, Dragonhelm Talisman of Preservation. He had a Gray Seer with Scalm, Dispel Scroll, a Chieftain with an Obsidian Lodestone, Warlock Engineer with a Doom Rocket, two Warlock Engineers on foot. He had an Assassin. 24 clan rats with a full command and a warp fire thrower. Storm vermin with a storm banner with a command and another warp fire thrower. Three units of 45 slaves, two doom wheels, a hell pit, a unit of 29 giant rats, and a unit of five giant rats. And that was that. Generally, Skaven are a pretty good matchup for ogres. You just got to rush in and beat the shit out of them. And when he throws slaves in the way... Just go right into them, bash them up two turns of combat you'll kill enough that they'll just explode every time so I've never really had a hard time with doom wheels in the past, but this bro's doom wheels, one of them I got an early charge on with the mornfang, cleaned its clock really well, overran, which ended up pretty poor for those guys because then the fucking a bomb ass raped the mornfang, killed them all but the other Doom Wheel pretty much rampaged through my whole flank, killed the man eaters, killed the cannon, killed some of the solo cats, killed the unit of four iron guts, killed the unit of three ogres with two hand weapons. Just went fucking ape shit. I'm just beating my ass. Typically my strategy for taking out the A bomb is pop some shots at it turn one with the man-eaters because they're flaming, and then kill it with the cannon. And this is one of the first times it didn't fucking work. So the A-bomb ended up causing me some serious grief later on. I did at one point fireball it so it couldn't come back when I did kill it, but this was a diagonal deployment, so we ended up pretty close off the get-go as well. Objectives for this one were plus two if you have destroyed or made flee off the table all enemy core units, plus two if your largest point core unit was in your opponent's deployment zone at any point during the game, and plus one for killing the enemy general. I just pushed the gut star forward and was making a mad rush for the storm vermin where he had his characters in the back. And at one point late game, he was penned in pretty well and he was desperate. So he bailed all of his characters out of there. And then I end up going in there and just wiping him out. He's beat me up pretty good most of the game. And then last turn, just because I was able to take out all the Storm Vermin, kill the mob of slaves, some other shit, I ended up pulling a 12-8 out of it. Typically, that's standard, you know, Ogres versus scaven, Push it forward, beat him up. If there's a big threat like an A-bomb, maybe try and neutralize it first. But even if it charges into, like, a gut star or something, it's not a big deal. Especially when the fire bell is chilling out in there, so... Made a bad mistake by not taking out that Doom wheel, so mental note there. Later on I played another escaping guy and that shit was priority number one, so either way, pulled out a slight win there, so that was solid. Scenario three. This one was also a diagonal deployment. And it the objectives, this time Light was in favor, so the objectives were plus one for keeping your opponents, or for destroying your opponent's icon and plus four for keeping your icon alive. So everybody had an icon in the back corner of their table they were supposed to protect. It was pretty tough. It had its own stats, and it would have been difficult to kill anyways. But since the main benefit was keeping yours alive, I figured that's what I was going to focus on there. So like I said before, Andrew and I had had a warm-up game the night before so we knew exactly what each other was rocking he had some he had dark elves he had marathi supreme sorceress with a pigeon plucker pendant laura life she was a level four he had a bsb master on a dark peg with a cloak of twilight he had a master on a dark peg with a charm shield dawnstone other trickster trickster shard five dark riders five dark riders five dark riders two units of ten dark shards Two Reaper Bolt Throwers, a unit of five Warlocks, and a unit of ten Warlocks, and then a unit of 20 Executioners. So his level four would just chill back in the Executioners. And then, well, the way our game the night before went, he pretty much purple Sun me off by, like, turn three. It was just gross. And so we had some conversations after that. So going into this, I was worried about that purple sun because that's the fucking number one nasty old ogre killer. And then in terms of what he would need to be concerned about in my army... Pretty much me stopping the purple sun and getting into him because any kind of combats we have, I should beat up on him pretty well, especially if I get some augments or hexes off. But so then my strategy this time was try and pin down Marathi so she couldn't fly around and fucking purple sun my dumb ass. And then meanwhile, kill anything I could. Focus the fireballs. I was focusing fireballs on the executioners, wood them down pretty good because they were in a building. So just kept doing that every round. Um... I had Marathi pinned between the cannon and the man-eaters, but the cannon then misfires, so he can't shoot for a few turns. So she comes flapping her fucking little pegasus out, and then dude failed more fucking leadership 10, leadership 9, even leadership 8 panic checks. That was the only way that I was really in this game. But both games we played, the unit of four Iron Guts was able to see off the Brolocks pretty much without issue In the tournament game, it helped that he charged me into a... I was chilling in a forest, so he came in the forest, and then he cast, like, a soul blight with them. And it was a blood forest, so it ended up doing wounds to us both. But it killed three of the bitches for me. Or maybe it was two, but either way, that was three. Took out a bunch of their number. I was able to fucking flatten their stupid asses. The other unit of Brolox... He had a unit of ten Brolox. That one was on the far left flank... And it ended up panicking. I don't remember if I caused it with a spell or some random shit in the game happened. But it was still a full block. And they panicked. And they ran two turns and went off the fucking board. Maybe it was one. Either way, it was freaking awesome. Because his Brologs really didn't do fuck all against me. So that's pretty solid. But the game came down to... And I was doing everything right, too. It all came down to me. Marathi ended up failing a panic check on a 10. She's fucking flying away. And... I got the mornfang there. They can fucking charge wide open. So all I need to do is roll a nine, Swift Stride, fucking clean her clock, and that definitely would have been game. Then I could have just turned around and ate the rest of it for lunch. As it happens, I couldn't roll a nine. So she got away, she ends up rallying, and then he purple sent me off. And so it's pretty much how it went. It's really, those spells are, they don't really make for a fun game, I guess. I guess it's, it's one-dimensional. I think that's why he took life so he could end up with Dwellers in case he got like to play against Elves so they have high niche Purple Suns kind of shit. But then Dwellers just owns face, so it's a pretty solid combo. But I like playing the dude. We had a good time, <clears throat> and we talk a lot of shit, just breaking each other's balls. I was giving him all kinds of grief, telling him he's really good at Warhammer, congratulating him when he'd kill shit and stuff like that. So it was a really fun game, though. But I went down in this one. I think I pulled... Might have been like an 18 to his favor, so not my best showing. If only them fucking Bather Morn Mornfang could have rolled a 9. If I, by then I had wasted my tournament re-roll. I think it was on the cannon's misfire, something that was inconsequential at the time too. So uh, another valuable lesson that came out of this was just hang on to that fucking thing for that one crucial moment. Don't use it on something stupid. This was the game that made me, because before I was considering doing Dark Elves... This is a game that made me really not want to be that bro. The first game we played, he beat me up pretty bad. But whatever, that shit happens. But it was pretty much the same exact game, or the strategy is the exact same for him. Fly around, purple sun, every turn. Just, I don't know, doesn't sound very exciting to me. I'm not excited by ogres either. Push them forward and fucking make people take shit off the table, but... Either way, then Saturday rolled around. They had the big or Saturday night. They had the big pizza feed, which was pretty awesome. I drove a fucking mountain of pizza into me. Only had having a few beers. Sat there talking with Hayne and Mark, Arkansas and Texas guys, and fucking Wenger that morning couldn't even show up for game one he was so hung over from the night before his festivities so that was pretty entertaining and when he did show up he looked like the fucking walking dead <laughs> poor bastard <laughs> so not too much excitement saturday night i was completely spent from staying up so late friday and i think a lot of people were too so there was the bits bazaar. and i ended up selling maybe 70 to 100 dollars worth of random shit it's a couple people biting on this big box of 40k terrain. It's a lot of fucking terrain. It covers a whole table. A couple people fucking interested in it, but it's like 320 bucks worth of shit. So I was asking 100 bones. I'm still sitting on it. <laughs> Just fucking going in the eBay stack. But, anyways, I think i call it quits around midnight or so. Just went back to the room, read a bit in my book, and then passed out. All right, so then game four, Sunday fucking morning. I drew Tom Baker. He's rocking high elves. He had a Handmaiden of the Ever Queen with a Reaver Bow, Potion of Strength. He had a Noble BSB with a Biting Blade, Shield of the Murworm, Golden Crown of Atras. Uh, oh shit. Four Bolt Throwers. Three units of five Illyrian Reavers. Three Skycutter Chariots. Alethanar. She's the one that had the bow that's just like a fucking Bolt thrower, Or he. I don't know if there's any fucking gender there, but. He had an Archmage with the Book of Hoeth, Cain's Ring of Fury, The Lore of Heavens. 15 archers, 8 sisters of Avalon, another 15 archers with a Hawkeye, 11 sword masters with a banner of the world dragon. This fucking game. Well, no, let's talk scenario here. This is one where if you didn't have fortitude in your unit, you had to roll, you know, 1 left flank, 2 right flank, 3 through 5 center 6 pick. And. Worked out pretty well for me. Everything went in a decent spot, so that didn't really affect me. Light was in favor this time around. So plus one objective point for each of your own standard bears or BSB being alive at the game, and plus two for having a rare unit alive at the end of the game. Holy fucking shooting, man. This dude, not only was it a lot of shooting, but his dice were on fucking fire. So all those D3s from the bolt doors were just ripping me apart. It was probably like turn three or four. I was just completely shot off. I made a gallon effort. All I really got to do is touch him. But he had the chaff. You know, I push it forward. He's right in my way. I push it forward. He's right in my way. Man eaters got in with one of the bolt throwers and then ended up getting peppered to death. I knew if I couldn't get there, that was going to be the strategy: push it forward, get in there, do whatever you can, try and get some spells off for uh, regen, plus one toughness, keep those fuckers from hurting me so bad while I'm headed in. And you know, if I could have got in there, would have been pretty solid fucking foe rending. But as it happened, I got completely shot off the table. Chariots are pretty solid because they're super versatile, the ones that fly. They can—they have a bolt thrower, and if he gets close, you just sacrifice one of them to keep him off you for a turn. Meanwhile, all your shit's fucking shooting the shit out of him, and you're magicing him up. So I don't think I did anything wrong here. There really wasn't much more I could do other than get it in there, try not to die on the way, which I did all right with. My dice were just total fucking garbage. Couldn't make a fucking save. Couldn't do shit. I failed a bunch of charges early on. Just a fucking all in all bad game, but dude was alright. It was a good guy to play. Knew what was going on, so it was a good game. Usually I don't think too much of high elves. That's usually a pretty solid draw for the ogres. But in this situation, that is definitely not the fucking case. Alright, so the last scenario, there was a tower in the center of the table. Models within six inches of it. Would we'll take a D6 strength four at the beginning of every player turn. Models inside of it take a D6 strength five. Objective points would be plus five if you have a unit in the building at the end of the game. I played against Danny Seaton. He was rocking Skaven. He had a Warlord on a Bone Breaker with an Ogre Blade, Warpstone armor, and a Dawnstone. He had a Gray with Warpstone tokens, a to spell scroll, Talisman of Preservation. He had a Plague Priest with a Warp scroll. Warlock Engineer with Skaven Brew, which ended up giving his block a Storm Vermin frenzy. He had a Chieftain BSB, two units of 50 slaves, 36 Storm Vermin with a Razor Standard and a Warp Fire Thrower, 27 Clan Rats with a Warp Fire Thrower, 29 Plague Monks with a Plague Banner, 8 Plague Sensor Bearers. It was nice to see those because you never fucking see them bastards anymore. He had two Doom Wheels. And he had a warp lightning cannon. So the fucking warp lightning cannon had me on my shit. I knew I had to kill that thing with my cannon. fortunately, the building in the center of the table was fucking massive so I could hide behind it. So that was one thing that really worried me. Otherwise, the table kind of hosed us both, but probably him more so because he had to split his forces. He mostly hunkered down on his right flank, except the plague sensor bears. And the plague monks with the character, they had to go off on his left to go around the building, which was good for me because then they start coming forward and the building is just wiping those dudes out every fucking round. So that was pretty solid. I wasn't really worried about those dudes. I knew I could chaff them up. They're frenzied. So I knew I could pull them out and flank them at some point. He needed to be concerned about pretty much everything I had that could get up in his grill. I wasn't going to let the doom wheels roll over my shit again, so I ended up... Focusing, I got an early charge on the one that he put up on the left. The one he put up on the right, I went up to get an early charge, failed it with the three ogres with two hand weapons, and then buggered off, and then I think they panicked at one point for some god-awful reason, but they rallied, and the thing misfired that turn, and it started taking off the other way, so they were able to charge it in the rear and wipe it out, which was pretty fucking fortunate. My main strategy was really just get the Mornfang and the Gutstar up into his fucking box of shit for some reason he didn't push his slaves forward maybe he's done that against ogres before and he knows they just friggin' disappear but in terms of what went right for me in this game damn near everything like i said the building killed a lot of the fucking plaguey rats off when he kept getting closer i just chaff him up so he had to stay by the building and then he had one last plague sensor bear charging noblars and the knobblers sharp stuffed him off so that was pretty solid I threw a cat in front of the rest of the plague monks. He ended up having to charge because he had nowhere to go and he didn't want to be by the building. Pulled him out and then that put a cannon, a cat, and then a unit, the remaining models from the unit of three ogres with two hand weapons. All that shit in opposite flanks just beat him up really well. By then he'd been whittled down pretty heavily from the building, so got rid of those fuckers. My main ogre block and Mornfang just went up and tried to make contact with his big units. Eventually I did got some magic off flattened the first one and his level four was chilling in a unit behind the storm vermin i kind of dicked him over because i had a flame cage on and then i declared the challenge to make him move and cause everybody to take the hits which is a fucking solid strategy but it feels like a dick move feels like something dark elves would probably fucking do but then after i blast through them he just called the games like dude that's it you got everything and, uh, so yeah, that time I got full points. So I ended up going three and two for the weekend, which was all right. I had some, I think it was two games. The first Skaven I played, and then the High Elves. Man, my dice were just as bad as they could possibly get. I couldn't make anything happen. You can have the fucking soundest strategy, but if you can't roll dick, you just screwed. So after that, they had the raffle. Typically, typical fucking raffle, just dragged on. Chris you got a bit entertaining there. He started cracking wise up there, making rhymes and shit. So that actually spruced up the raffles. So that was solid. Got some good chuckles. Then they got on to awards. They did have all the armies laid out after the event. So, like, the top ten chosen armies could go be laid out just for people to look at them and stuff. I really think they should have done that before anybody did any voting. I feel like... Kerner got robbed on that because his stuff was fucking amazing. I was looking at it in detail. He's super awesome conversions. Rather well painted. Took a page out of my book doing a bunch of big buildings on the base with smoke in the form of cotton coming out of them. But it looked really good. The conversions were just insane. It's like an empire-themed Skaven army. Super fucking cool, dude. I feel like that dude was... He was robbed, man. He was fucking robbed. So for awards... Sean Troy won it with his Empire. Pretty solid. They gave out a Best Army Award for every single uh, race, but Adam H- Hilton took Best General and Best Dark Elves. Hayne Bagley came in third with and got Best Lizardmen. Don Michael came in fourth and got Best Ogres. Mike Gerald, the people's fucking champion, fifth with Best Warriors. Cash, who was rocking a pretty sweet Chaos Dwarf Army with a massive display board. He got... Uh, player's choice best army, and then he got best of the rest, which would be all the armies that there weren't at least three of, so they'd make a plaque for best in race. Eric West got best high elves. I took best appearance. I came in 12th overall, which was decent considering the fucking nasty old losses I took. I knew when I drew Ratman it was going to be fucking trouble, so... (laughs) Herner took best Skaven. Like I said, if... I don't know if he has a blog or not, but poke around, man. If he sends me a link, I'll link it on the support links from the episode you can check his shit out it's really awesome bemis took best demons sam kissinger took best terrain piece james nelson 30th place best dwarves dave whitek 31st place best vampire counts ben cohen 39th place best tomb kings it's a real fucking podcast festival going on in the awards there best sports was patrick Brindelson. How was that. I didn't win fuck all in the raffle, of course, because I never win a goddamn thing. It was a lot of fun, though, man. It was a great fucking time catching up with all the bros. I could give or take the gaming for the most part at this point. <laughs> fucking kind of sick of ogres. I don't know if it's Warhammer in general or not. Maybe I'll try making some fucking dwarf lists or something. But it seems like you're just going through the motions rather than fucking enjoying the game. That's why it was fun to play Ratman. Fun to play Pippinola, because you could just break their balls and slam beers. Cody Wilkerson, who I... Played round two. Showed up drunk as a skunk with four beers and he ended up giving me two of them because he was like five or ten minutes late, so that was pretty solid. I was a bit hungover, but I fucking drove him into me anyways. Butch and I had a good ride home. We did a lot of discussion about ideas for his Nurgle army. He wants to expand and make some more shit for it, so I was giving him some cool ideas for Screamer equivalents, Nurgle-themed. Sounds like he's working on that, so you might be seeing that shit before too long. Next up, fucking Screw City, so made my first list for it. I I was able to make an ogre list for it. I'm still gonna do a dwarfless and a beast list to see what I wanna play. If I had more gyros, I'd probably just say fuck it and go dwarves, but I only have one gyro and I just don't have time to work on two more, so all in all though, Bits was a great time. Solid. It was well run. Those dudes run a super super tight ship, so that's appreciated. I didn't have or hear of any hiccups or issues with the scoring or the event in general. And, oh they had people bail in and Coming on board, and so there was some stuff to deal with, and they dealt with it well, so that was solid. That's all I got to say about bits. All right, so that was Bits. Fucking great time. Moving yeah. on. We got a reminder of the Raj's cheap-ass segment. Yeah, I've got some good feedback. Aren't you going to about... say you prefer Rogers hobby dollars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it covered. Okay, cool then. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so this was Ting. This is a super-ass cheap phone service that I just got my latest bill, twelve forty eight as fucking usual. Hell. I'm at have 80 points
0: a month here. You, have
1: you checked it out? Have you popped in? Not yet. All you need to do is just go to the site, pop in your info, take a look at it, and then you can make a decision okay. on
0: whether it's worth your time or not. I'll do but it, because my Sprint bill is due now, so I do have to fucking pull it up. I'm
1: saving a shit ton. You can save a shit ton. You can get that Dark Elf Army I talked about (laughs) with all your savings. (laughs) Yeah, so check out the link in the support section, as if you sign up through there, you'll get a $25 credit off your first bill or off a spanking new device.
0: All right. But you have something. You're you're trying to pimp out here. The Bastards Sexy Sex Toy (laughs) Segment Returns. (laughs) So... uh, This thing is fucking insane. It's by this company called Pipe Dream, and it's called Fuck Me Silly. (laughs) Is there like a little TM at the end of it? Or the little copyright symbol? I'm sure there is if you go to their site. The thing is kind of creepy because it's like if you took a woman and cut her off at the belly and the thighs and kept the fucking middle parts. Go to fucking... The best way to fucking see this thing is go to YouTube and type in the fuck... Just type in Fuck Me Silly Pipe Dream. And this fucking dude is showing it off. It's like a big fucking rubber ass... And you can flip it over either way. <laughs> like I said, it's a little bit spooky. <laughs> I think once you got in there, you'd be pretty happy about your decision. You kind of feel like <laughs> just banging like this disembodied torso. Yeah, it's almost like fucking dead bodies or something. Mm-hmm. Pretty weird, but pretty insane. The stuff people come up with at this point. So it's amazing what <laughs> people will stick their dick into. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> the technology. If you uh, if you look it up on Amazon. There's a queer version. So if you're into the boys, you could get the fuck-me-silly male version, which is pretty much the same thing but with a ball sack. <laughs> just like this floppy dangler. <laughs> yeah, so check her out. Pretty fucking hot. I'm deeply intrigued. A couple hundred bones. This isn't a cheap uh, investment. So this is, this, this is, isn't just for a connoisseur. To quote the-, the, to quote the bro in the ad, it's 20 pounds of pussy and ass. <laughs> So yeah, give it a fucking look. When I seen this, I just sit there watching the video with this fucking shock and awe in my face. The mm-hmm. possibilities now. It's kinda like if you took the middle section of a real doll and only spent a few hundred instead of six or okay. seven grand on it. So it's
1: using it's not just like the hot water no. blow
0: up thing. This is some
1: real the last one, skin technology. Yeah. Last one would be
0: pretty easy to fucking, you know, hide in a little box. This thing it's going to be pretty obvious what you got going on. <laughs> well, you'd probably just let it sit on your couch when you're not using it. <laughs> Talk to it. Use it as a fucking drink holder. <laughs> Keep your e-cig in the butthole. You Stick your paintbrushes out of it. <laughs> so, check it out. It's pretty awesome. We'll have a link on the support page. Excellent. All right. We're not going to check in with an HPB this time because those dudes are fucked. Can- yeah,
1: we're doing the lunch thing here in the future we might try to arrange something beforehand but uh yeah next time we'll be checking in with the gang as usual yeah
0: and then let's talk about mentions then so for gear we don't got fuck all i think we got four white dice left (laughs) Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about. We'll figure something out on that soon. Yeah, I've had a handful of people wanting shirts, so butcher included. He's up my ass to get him a shirt because every time I order shirts, they go right away, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get a shirt. So yeah, we'll get on that. Check out the forum, youmagnificentbastards.com. dot com. You can see what little work I've done and all the crazy shit roger has been up to on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that's the blog. Fuck. But check out the forum where not too much fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. Go to the support page. Fucking support us, bros. Mm-hmm. If you fucking like this happening. No, we do get a handful of support, so we can't complain too much. But if all the support dries up, the podcast might fucking dry up too at this point. Mm-hmm. I've had my fucking fill. free work and paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that just leaves question
1: of the week. Yeah. This week, I was inspired by something I saw on Twitter. And it is something that sometimes comes up at Wapaca and sometimes people get ornery about it, but do you think somebody should lose points if they fail to complete multiple games on time at a Warhammer tournament? Mm. So I'm thinking you just assume one freebie. I mean, sometimes you play people. You can't help it necessarily, but if it happens more than once, I'm thinking there's a common denominator there. Okay. And you should be penalized. So we we can maybe discuss it a little further next next time. time, But, yeah, let's just get some some people's thoughts on this, Yeah, and we'll, we'll come back around to it. But should people be penalized for failing to finish games on time? And if you want to... Go into some more detail on, I guess, Wapaca and some of the other things you
0: can lose points for.
1: If you have an opinion on that, you, you could throw that in as well.
0: Okay. Sounds uh, good. So you can get us on voicemail with that at 601-TRY-HPBV. That's 601-879-4728. We,
1: What's that? If we use your voicemail, you will get a free entry into the Wapaca vacation contest.
0: A million-dollar fucking value. <laughs> You can't have that kind of fun anywhere else. Might as well be giving you the moon. (laughs) You can get us on Twitter. I'm at PointHammered. Hammered Hammered underscore Raj. Email, PointHammered at gmail.com. And you can Facebook us if you're into that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's all we got, Brada. Yeah. What's the uh, outro here? The outro song is also by The Gits. It's hard to pick a fucking tune here, man. It's a lot of good fucking tunes these fuckers make, so... This one's called Cut My Skin, It Makes Me Human.
1: Suck my balls.
0: Suck my balls.